hi, welcome to The Whole Truth, a lifestyle and culture podcast for young people in London. I'm Naomi. I'm Tara. I'm Liv. And I'm Henry. And we'll be taking you on a crazy ride slash emotional roller coaster. Do you want to get cultured, but you feel a bit like a complete donut? Well, this is the podcast for you. Each week, one of us will be taking you through a lifestyle topic. Could be sports, could be fashion. While another one of us will be the one who knows absolutely nothing on that, or as we like to call it, the donut. We've got so much great content lined up every Friday at 12. It's life advice, but a little sweeter. Hi everyone, it's Liv here with another episode of The Whole Truth. This week we are going to be discussing arts and culture. Today Naomi will be our honorary donut. So how are you feeling Naomi? I'm excited. I'm very, very excited to be the donut on this episode. That's good to hear. And what are you hoping to get out of this episode today? Um, Just some fun things to do in London. As a northerner down in the south and even here since September, I'm always looking for, you know, fun things to do. Nice. And in the studio, we have the wonderful and very, very cultured Kathy Manura. Welcome, Kathy. Oh, hi. So, Kathy, you're the marketing officer at the Tate Britain by day. By oh, day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. But by night, <laughs> she's running around the UK. And actually, recently, you went to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Am correct? Are you Batman? What? <laughs> Shush, it's a secret. Shush, shush, shush. This is the cover story. Yeah. Um, because you've been performing various plays and touring your comedy show, which I believe is called Horseplay. Yes. The group is called Horseplay, the sketch group, and the show is called Witch Hunt. Oh, tell me mm. more about all this shenanigans. It sounds a bit mad. Lots of shenanigans. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you want to know about it? I want to know everything. How did <laughs> this come about? Um, well, I started doing, I did a lot of drama when I was younger, and then I started doing comedy at uni. Because I constantly got cast in like comedy bit parts in plays. And then someone was like, maybe just do comedy. And I was like, okay, (laughs) sure. Um, Yeah, so I started doing it at uni and um, met my two friends there that I still do comedy with. And now we've, well, I've graduated. They're still, one of them's doing masters, one of them's doing a PhD. Delaying reality. Delaying reality very much. Yeah, Yeah, physics PhD is really. (laughs) I don't know if that's delaying reality. That's just. That's that's different reality, yeah. Yeah. Is is the the acting and the performing, is that like an escape? Yeah, for sure. Oh my God, for sure. Um, so, So yeah, so the three of us, wrote this show like a year or so ago um took it to the edinburgh fringe the last two years and then did yeah a little tour around london and to amsterdam which was super fun wow. nice how you selected amsterdam of all places Kathy. wow yeah. yeah derek one of my one of the horseplay trio um lives in amsterdam so it wasn't oh, actually okay. that ran- <laughs> okay. it wasn't that random but also okay. there's like a big english language theater and comedy scene there yeah. why why is it why do you call yourself horseplay um, and why is it called witch hunt Okay, so many great questions. I know. Tell so, me, tell me more. Horseplay, the initial show that the first show that I comedy show that I did at uni where there were actually seven of us, the show was called Horseplay. I can't remember why we called were it that. Horses involved. I think there was one sketch where someone had one of those like rubber horse heads. Uh. And then also horseplay is just like, you know, tomfoolery. So we were like <laughs> we were like, yeah, horseplay is like a As fun an English student, oh, ex-English student, I really appreciate the pun. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yes, I just love yeah, so it was just like a fun. I mean, sketch groups are always called random things. Mm-hmm. It's like a band name, really. It's <laughs> probably weirder. Um, it, yeah, I, I did see it, and I was like, "This is 
I don't know if this is a mainstream thing, but we're gonna go with it. I like I, that. Yeah, I don't March know. March the beat of your own drum. Thing. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but um, the thing is with comedy, I find I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm behind in the times. But it's quite a male-dominated industry, one would say. Oh I yeah. Know, have you found that? How did you find like deciding to go um, into comedy? Yeah, I mean, it definitely still is very male-dominated. Um, I mean, two of your co-stars are men. Male, ma- yes. yes. <laughs> so I realized recently this, and um, which is a this is not a good thing, um, but is true that I've never performed comedy with another woman. I've always been the woman, oh, wow. which is often the way. Um, and yeah, I mean, the scene in general. I think it is really changing. There are some like that's what the Edinburgh Fringe is so great for that. Like just finding, um, like it's a very the Edinburgh Fringe is like there's loads of women and there's Woo! loads of like queer performers and there's loads of like BME performers and it's just like a really great like space to mm. to give people that voice. That being said, there's like also hundreds and hundreds of men doing stand up shows like about their wives mm. still. <laughs> Need some progression. But no, I mean I've I've like I was talking to another um female comedian about this recently. I have been told uh twice to my face that that someone doesn't find women funny, which is always really fun. Like yeah. I had someone, I was flying in Edinburgh and this guy came up and was like, oh no, I'm not going to come because I just, I, I don't want to be sexist, but like, I just don't think I love women are very funny. Like I yeah. don't want to be sexist. I'm not a sexist, but, but to something really sexist. sexist. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird, but it's also, I think it is changing and mm. there's loads of mm. great women. And I try and like deliberately go and see great yes yeah, female stand-up oh absolutely sketch artists would you ever go and stand up naomi <gasps> would i go and stand would you up just, would you try it you know those stand-up comedy like nights at the pub i can't give it a whirl. think of anything worse <laughs> how would you Honestly. engage someone like naomi who is apparently very oh, wait, do you nervous mean, about do you this? mean to go up and to, do it no, myself no, or to, do you mean to watch no to go up and do it yourself okay get yeah, you involved can't think of worse. <laughs> not for me see i feel that way too how how would you mm. get i mean have you done stand-up because i know you've done like I comedy ha- performances i have done stand-up a few times but it's mm. not really my bag so i do mostly character stuff so when i do open mic nights i'm doing them as a character mm. so like the idea of standing up on stage as myself i also find yeah, terrifying completely. um but that being said like most of the open mic nights it's five minutes and i actually think like it's not as hard as people think. I think most people could do like a fine kind of funny five yeah. minutes. Yeah, socially like, acceptable. Yeah. Let's laugh yeah. because we don't want to be awkward. Exactly. Yeah. British and we yeah. No, you could. Do, I think. I think both of you could definitely like get a few good laughs out. I probably just uh, say something like, about supermarkets. Very like relatable. That's great Quite, relatable yeah. content. Um, just pitch because, this to us. This is your time. <laughs> this is your This is your. This is your first five minutes. I would just say. Well. Thank you, guys. You're no we'll hecklers, give you sympathetic please. <laughs> That's how you always have to open. <laughs> I won't accept heckles, thank you. I mean, it's just the relatable comedy aspect, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Which I've kind of come to almost resent because I think it's very easy to do. But I'm a very hard person to please when it comes to comedy. But mm. <laughs> but I think if I was doing it, that's what I would definitely go for just yeah. because people just going like, hey, guys, isn't this really relatable and everyone's like oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. So that's the thing like with michael mcintyre for example he 
his co- his humor and his comedy is just him stating facts that people find so relatable so, that people cry laughing. Yeah, it's like, oh, British people like to stand in lines. Yeah, Michael, like, oh my God. Michael McIntyre's, like, he's so fascinating because a lot of, it's quite fashionable in the comedy world to be very snobby about him and mm. to be like, oh, he's not doing anything very clever. Like, he's mm. just doing observational stuff. But I think he's amazing. I honestly think that to be able to do material like that and make people literally cry laughing. I think it's he's an incredible performer. I think it's because it's so bland and he manages to make it. <laughs> <laughs> what he's talking about is so bland and so obvious, but he manages to yeah. kind of dress he's, it yeah, up. He's got that like a great living of phrase. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. I think he's I, I do like his um his send to all, you know, and he like oh text yeah, it. That, yeah yeah yeah. I, I really I funny. binge that sometimes. Yeah, just on YouTube that's the only night. part yeah. of his that I watch. I just watch. That's those. what I do find with comedy as well. Like if you're, if you're kind of just trying to pass time, chill out before you go to bed, I just watch little like comedy yeah. episodes, you know, or well, like stand up. SNL bits. Saturday Night Live is like my yes, go to. Kate McKinnon, really? I I don't love find it, it funny. I really You're find not watching it really the right ones. Yeah, that's the, I, yeah. Sele- it has to be selective. With some of it, yeah, some, I, no, some of it yeah. is bad, but that's kind of the amazing thing about it because that, that's kind of what I do is like sketch and character stuff. And it's the dream to be able to do a whole new show every week, get given like an insane wardrobe department. Like their costumes yeah. are just yeah. so elaborate. Ridiculous. And like it does just mean that, yeah, some of them are like complete duds, but some of them. Oh, yeah, so I have brilliant. seen some that are like really funny. Like yeah. that Debbie Downer one actually made me yeah. cry. Yeah, Debbie Downer's a classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Naomi, so what? What? why do you think you, you consider yourself to be cultured or artsy? Mm. So obviously this is what our episode is about. And I want yeah. to show us with comedy that arts and culture for young people in London who are moving to London, it is accessible. It isn't just like a snobby, snooty kind of environment that should be shunned and shied away from and only the elite can mm. access it. Yeah. Like, I thought like that's what people's perception of arts, of theatre, of culture, of literature, but it's actually, it's comedy, it's light, it's fresh, it's new. So why why do you think that you shy away from it or aren't that? Um, well, I'm a bit of a weird donut for this because I would not consider myself not cultured or not arty. I'm very, like, the arts are what I'm really into, like, theatre, music, film. Okay. I really, really Secret enjoy expert. it. Cool. I just <laughs> I see what you've it. done. It's the plot <laughs> twist. The not is not meant to know anything. Um, well, it's not that I don't know anything. It's that I'm always looking for to get out of my comfort zone, basically. So, and especially, like I mentioned before, so I'm from Manchester, even though you can't tell by my accent at all. <laughs> um, and then I went to Bristol University for three years, and now I'm here. And I've never, because I live so far away, London has always been like a, a day trip thing to me. I This is the first time I've ever lived here. Like or like yourself. Yeah, or like been here for like can more than like a week, basically. So as soon as I got here, I was like, I really want to find, I mean, this is the capital, like this is where everything is. And like Manchester is amazing and basically like the second capital of the mm-hmm. UK, but um, London's like its own thing. So for me, I'm more of a donut in things in London specifically that I really want to like diversify. And I'm always looking for things outside my comfort zone as well. So, mm. so Kathy, as our expert today, what tips could you give our listeners and our our honorary donut over here mm. um, to find cheap and cheerful alternative Lon- or a London arts hack mm-hmm. um, for people who are moving here or live here and they're on a budget. So, you know, like me. Massive yeah. budget. Ma- yeah. Such a big budget. Huge budget. The free budget. budget. Like a free budget. <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah. minus yeah. pound budget. Yeah. Is that even possible Like in they give me money when I yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. I mean, it is. There's so much free stuff in London. Um, I'm trying to think where to start with this. I mean, the, one of the things good. that I find <laughs> is that, like, you, I do quite a lot of cultural stuff, but I still feel like I never do enough cultural yeah. stuff. Like, there is so much happening in London all the time. I think Time Out is a great place to start. Uh, free yeah. magazine. Nice. Yeah. Um, if you're commuting as well, like I pick, I picked it up today. I've got it in my bag, and I always like leaf through it, and it's so good. Me and one of my friends have a thing where we try and do one thing from Time Out every month, which is quite achievable, oh, so I think. Good. But it's just to that's pick a, really a random thing to just be like, that sounds cool, and it could be like a gig, it could be like an exhibition, whatever. Um, in terms of cheap stuff, so I mean, tape plug here, but <laughs> if you're under, if you're 25 and under, um, a lot of actually like cultural institutions, galleries, theatres, whatever, do like special ticket offers. So Tate have a thing called Tate Collective that you can sign up for for free. You get five pound tickets to any exhibition at Tate, Britain and Tate Modern. Um, same with Young Barbican. It's like the same deal at the Barbican. The National Theatre have the same with five pound tickets that you can book to any of their shows. Yeah, I actually didn't notice in the theatre. I've, I've found, I've been telling everyone about it. Every single theatre, if you, but you have to request it. They don't really advertise that mm. well. But if you say, look, I'm under 24 or 25, some theatres under 26, you say, I could I get the under 26 ticket? You can get a, any theatre ticket if you call up on the day or like before and you book any theatre ticket to any production in a really good seat for five quid. It's so good. It's insane. Yeah. And you, that's the thing. People associate London as really expensive, re, really you know, like unaccessible mm. um, to things like the theatre and musicals and productions. And, it, and you know, it is. It is expensive. But there mm. are, you know, if you look carefully enough, yeah. there are some cheap and cheerful alternatives. Yeah. So yeah. it and should I, be accessible. The other all. thing is that there's a lot of, like, smaller fringe theatres. Like, there's loads of pub theatres in London um, like off the top of my head, there's like there's a theatre called the Etcetera Theatre, which is above a pub in Camden. There's the there's a theatre called the Bill Murray, which is like a comedy venue in Angel. Oh, near us. us. Near us. Um, but there's all these like little venues where tickets will be like five, ten pounds and you see like up and coming theatre and comedy talent. It's sometimes a mixed bag, but that's yeah, kind of yeah. the fun of it. Same with like if you want to go for free, go to open mic nights. Like if you want to see some comedy. Just go to an open mic night for free. And, like, obviously, don't have to perform. But, <laughs> yeah, no, we should God. encourage it. Yeah, but oh sometimes God. you see, like... You've got a secret talent, Naomi. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, but no, sometimes you see, like, honestly fantastic stuff. And actually, like, anything, any open mics in London pretty much are quite good. Because it's, it's already, like, quite a competitive environment. Yeah. Like, people come to London mm. to do, like, comedy and music. So it's the hub. It's it the, hub. the hub, and like the standard is very high. So, how do you balance? Obviously, you've got a full time job at the Tate Britain, mm. and very fancy. Yeah. Um, how do you balance your day job and performing? And you know, alongside being Batman, you know, alongside um, being Batman, yeah, which we're calling comedy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it can be tricky. I'm lucky in that my job at the Tate is very, um, like the hours are really good. And it's quite like accommodating. I'm not. I was in advertising before, and that was like there were more late nights then working mm. at I an advertising I agency. On your Instagrams, so there was yes. a lot of late Me night meetings. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so that helps. Um. And the thing that's really nice about the Tate is that like, it's a very creative environment. So like most people there have got like a side hustle. Like my yeah. manager's an illustrator, and like people are photographers. People like. There's someone there who like founded Brainchild Festival and like wow. well, it's everyone's very cool, um, <laughs> but it means that people like respect that 
you have other stuff going on. Um, but yeah, it just means that I spend like a lot of my evenings and my weekends like rehearsing and performing and stuff, mm. which sometimes is great. Sometimes I'm like, Ugh, I just kind of want to watch TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you find, why do you think the arts are important? Why do you think it's important for people to, people, for example, who might be a bit shy or not used to kind of going into this area? Why do you think, why would you encourage someone who's new in London to try out, you know, these cheap alternatives in the arts and then this kind of cultural um I think I mean I just like massively value like creativity and people being able to express themselves and then like taking in other people's creative expression um I know that if I'm feeling like stressed or like overwhelmed or whatever I mean London is just such a manic place that especially the galleries again totally biased but like they're these incredible free spaces that like sometimes if I'm like totally overwhelmed and I'm walking past the National Gallery, I will literally just go in because it's free. There's like no commitment. Mm. So you can just walk around for literally five minutes and then leave. That's a really and good it's point. Just the no commitment. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like really calming no and amazing. Yeah. And it's like you go into any of these galleries and within a couple of minutes, you'll see a piece of art that is like incredibly famous. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with like comedy and theatre, like, you just forget about whatever is going on that day and like whatever's happening. I think it's it's such a great way to like forget the stresses of London life, um, especially with this uh, political climate. Oh, and these the days. stresses of yeah, social the world. climate, yeah, mm. <laughs> um, escapism, yeah, escapism. But also like it's just really inspiring, and I think depending on how involved you get, it's also like a great way to like meet like-minded people and and find like a cool scene like. You know, all these places have bars. All these people, like, if you know, if you're new to London and and you like don't have like a massive group of friends, it's an, it's also a great way to like make friends, make friends, and find meet, places, meet and new find and different people. Yeah, it's really and, like, important, interesting people. Especially <laughs> in London, that's the thing. There's a lot of diversity. There's all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds and areas who, and you can find a common ground in your interests yeah. and in your hobbies and be kind of. The thing, that and way. the thing that I would also say about that that I like massively value about the arts and especially in like a city as diverse as London is that it is a way of stepping into other people's worlds. This is something that actually Deborah Francis White said. Oh, um, bit of culture. At a, bit of at a, yeah. <laughs> who does the Guilty Feminist podcast. She's oh, amazing. I love um, which is fair I would highly recommend but she did like the opening talk at the Edinburgh Fringe last year and she was saying the thing that's amazing and it's true of London as well as the Edinburgh Fringe is that you can kind of walk into these rooms and step into someone else's point of view. Like, you know, you can go and see a show and that could be like an art exhibition, it could be a comedy show, it could be whatever, and have like a totally different perspective on the world, mm. which I think is really cool. I think that's really a really good point. Yeah. Now, your job, mm. I'm very interested in this, and it's a new job. It is a new job. I'm very interested in this because personally, I like to consider myself as a cultural artsy person. Yes. Um, but the actual art aspect, I, I, I lack, I'm weak. I mean, my the, the only kind of great engagement with art I had was, I remember in year nine, I was trying to draw, we we're doing like self-portraits and portraits of our partners. And um, my, my arts teacher did, make me spend the double i think it was a two-hour lesson trying to draw a face which mm. was just a glorified Faces circle and she, everyone yeah, else was cracking on with like the nice. eyes and the nose and some people were cracking on painting the, the face i was stuck the whole lesson because she kept making me redraw the circle so i i after that i was kind of i shunned the art yeah. circles mm. and i'm not very knowledgeable of the actual art work so 
Tell me about any great exhibitions and how to maybe get people like myself, maybe Naomi. I don't know what your thoughts are on art, Naomi. Yeah, I do love a bit of art. I It's definitely the one out of like all the arts, plural, that I am the least kind of mm. knowledgeable and caught up by. Yeah. Um, also because I always think, oh, you need to like buy a ticket. But I have realized recently that a mm. lot of them are free, like you said, yeah. like the National Gallery. I did go to the Tate, oh, what's it called? The Tate, Tate Prize. The prize. Oh, the Turner Prize. The Turner Prize. Oh, at Tate did Britain. you go this year? Yeah, it was all videos. Yeah, that was an intense Which was one. Very, yeah, it was very not what I expected. That's very, that's pretty pro level art. That's pretty yeah. advanced. It was really <laughs> jump straight, <laughs> to yeah, the, straight to the deep end. Yeah. Wow. It was not an. Also, I went there on a date as well. <gasps> <laughs> what a date! Okay, right. The oh podcast is not about the arts anymore. Tell us about the date and it dating was, life. It's the Turner Prize. To be clear, it was so our third date. It was only film. This exhibition is like four films and so th- like you they were just sitting and watching films the tate website beforehand so was, some people mistake the people watching films for art because uh, <laughs> who know, where where does the art start yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but it it would have it takes four and a half hours to watch all the films in the exhibition it's that's dedicated it's I, to be clear and this is the kind of thing i think the turn of i think there's like a sliding scale of art in London is kind of what I would say. And I think the Turner Prize is at like the, the very arty end of yeah, that. Yeah, very I'm, so I'm, I'm very impressed. <laughs> um, I think we did slightly regret it. Just <laughs> well, you sat there with your date four and a half hours later, just kind of questioning your life choices. Yeah, because like it was our third date and like we still didn't really know each other that well. And like he came late. So oh, we got there and we were like, okay, let's like go in. And I thought it was gonna be like walking around so we could like talk to each other and walking no, around. That's like, not the no, one we for went it. in, we literally sat down films. and we had to be silent and watch this film. And I was just literally- You should have like, just walked around the rest of the gallery. Yeah, I was like- <laughs> You could I have just wanted, practiced making like special he, he, eye contact. Yeah, so, like, he communicating really wanted to see the rest of the thing. And I was wow. like- Wow. I, I wanted to see it as well. But like, I did realize at the first one, like, oh, oh crap. I mean, Full film, yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't worry, guys. This is the whole truth. The whole so we're truth. not going to sugarcoat anything. But um, yeah, very. And then we didn't see each other after that. So. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, it was because of different reasons, not because of that. But I think that contributed. Yeah, uh, I wow. mean, lack of communication. Yeah. Right. Um, so, art. Yes. Was um i so yeah so there's there's like a sliding scale the thing is firstly there is so 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 much free art in london there's the tate britain which everyone always forgets so i'm mm. just gonna plug for the tate britain because everyone goes to the tate modern that is true the tate modern's fantastic but tate britain is also brilliant yeah. it's fantastic the kathy's there to. like don't forget us. don't forget us mm-hmm. um so there's the tates there's the national gallery the national portrait gallery um there is um the photographer's gallery I'm this is I'm I'm so on the spot now naming <laughs> all the art galleries. Um but like natural all, history all the galleries do like exhibitions as well sometimes. Yeah, yeah. well wildlife photographer of the year yeah. so at natural um the natural history museum at the moment which I love is one of Amazing. my favorite exhibitions yeah, every same. year. Um so I I really love photography so that's kind of like always what I go for but I mean it's totally varied all the exhibitions that these places have on are really varied and like I said a lot of them will do like cheaper tickets for young people and have massive free collections. They also do, um, a lot of the galleries do lates on like certain Thursdays Mm. or Fridays um, of each month, um, which will be like, I I, again can only talk about Tate really because that's all I have experience of. 
of the inner workings of, but you know, at the Tate Lates, they've got like DJs, they've got drinks, they've got food. You can go around the galleries like at night. Um, and it's just super fun. Again, it's just like a really like cool atmosphere. How much is that? That's free. Oh my God. Really? Yeah, it's free. So you can literally, the Tate Modern one is um, the last Friday of every month and the Tate Britain one is the first Friday of every month. But yeah, they're great. So they're always like themed based off like an artwork or an artist in the collection. Um, is it bad that I thought that's such a great day idea? Like, <laughs> no, it is but the last thing is it's a great day idea. My friend, actually, our friends. Um, <laughs> and I know you, you know who I'm talking about, Kathy. Um, he always takes um, girls on a date to art galleries because I. He was telling me about a date, and he was saying, "Oh yes, I took it to the art gallery." And I was like, "Oh my goodness, yeah. it is this is very nice because but you can like walk around and talk. It's very clever. Yeah. You can also like." It stop and look at the art and you, you don't pretend have to talk the whole an, aw- time. an awkward silence is it's you awkward, just just not awkward, just yeah. really appreciating yeah. some art and i was like oh my gosh this is the best idea ever yeah because yeah. otherwise see that's what i wanted in mind yeah. but no, the, the video the, the, heart, yeah. the, thought, the thought was there new. Yeah. Yeah. just yeah. bad luck bad luck um, but no i think i think art can be super accessible and like the exhibitions are so varied and some of them will be like more intense and serious mm, yeah. than others and more Maybe old school than the others. lesson here is just do your research yeah, Maybe. Yeah. the thing is like again they will all be reviewed in like time out and stuff you can literally like kind of just go online and get a feel for the world wide web the, wo- yeah. the world the world wide web <laughs> the world wide web yeah. just um, google it and like you know if there are certain like publications that you really like, I don't know like you know like the cooler exhibitions will be in like ID or like Vice or whatever or oh, just like yeah. head down but to Brick Lane just look at some paintings on the wall like well no exactly but know. it's all yeah you can if if you start to get a feel for like what you're into mm. you can like always find that kind of stuff but there's there's so much and I recommend going to it amazing now Kathy I'm gonna pick your brain a bit oh, more God. culture here this is honestly Kathy is probably the most cultured person I know. So she's like this <laughs> oh my God. Oxford educated historian <laughs> who like plays piano, plays guitar, sings, who knows about art, who knows who does theatre productions, just knows knows it all. And on top of that, you can speak a bit of Italian, can't you as well, Kathy? Can, you can, yes. English Ciao. was not enough for this for this gal over here. Didn't you live in Italy? Tell me tell me about your languages and your I did. linguistic skills. Um, You're genius. Yeah, so I lived in Italy because well, so this is well slightly also gives game away. My dad is an art historian, which oh, is there we why go. <laughs> Oh, culture from a young age. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we lived in Florence for a year when I was five um, because he was doing some research. I don't know. Loads, mm. of, loads of art. His thing is like religious Renaissance art. So Ooh. Florence is a good place to yeah. be. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I like went to school there and learned Italian. And Come or die. Bene grazie. Oh my God, can you do Italian? I as did well? Italian ab initio in <gasps> sixth form. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but that from is scratch. very cool. Italian from scratch. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. See, I don't know anything. I desperately want to learn another language and I really want to live abroad um, just to culture myself. I up. really enjoy oh, yeah. Italian. I think it's really important. It's yeah. a really good skill. I think it is funny though, the like British idea that other places are more cultured. Yeah. Do you see what I like? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's interesting that you, you're talking about Italian, the language as a cultural thing. Yeah, Which yeah. It, obviously it is cultural, mm. but it, it, I think... No one do really I, looks I'm at do English a plug and goes for Britain. Here yeah. Without mm. oh my god, bit Brexit, but I, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> the, here we go. Yeah, and this go. is also partly what I've learned working at Tate Britain is that, like, t- so Tate Britain is just all British art from like 
the 1500s to the present day. And like, there are so many fantastic British artists. And it's, I just feel like people in Britain forget the brilliance of our cultural cultural contribution. So go um, to the Tate Britain, guys. So go to Tate Britain. Don't know if you guys got that hint throughout the podcast. Yeah. But go to, apparently, subtle, very, very subtly. Yeah. Very um, this is all just one big advert for the Tate Britain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so now this is, it's time for my favorite little ending to the, to the show. So it's time... Indeed, everyone's looking at me with excitement <laughs> because it is time this. to get quizzical. Quizzical, quizzical, I wanna get quizzical, quizzical. Yeah, we're all having a bit of a boogie there. So, um, <laughs> Henry and John are like, duh. That was so <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in the studio because I don't think I can, I can continue with a straight face. Um, so I've just got a few little questions. I just kind of don't want to like make it into a competition, but I just want to see who's the most cultured here. I'm feeling you know? very stressed already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, d- I d- hope that you are able to keep your job after this, but I don't know if this is going to point out some gaps in the knowledge, Kathy. Um, I've got some really easy, easy questions and I've got oh, some good. hopefully a bit more challenging Do we have questions. to buzz or do we just say it first? Or? Oh, do you want to have a buzzword? Yes. Yes, we do. What's your buzzword, Kathy? Should we just- Tate Britain. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yours, Naomi? Um, I was just going to say Buzz. Wow. I would have said date, Tate Britain because that's where my date was. Oh, Turner Prize. Very, <laughs> very, 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 very cultured buzzword. <laughs> okay. Cultured. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sweating. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Okay. Um, we'll start off what I think is quite easy. So who was the original author? Dracula. Turner Prize. Bram Stoker. Yes. One point. I, I did English. Yeah, so I haven't done English since GCSE, so I'll, I'm going <laughs> to hand that one over. I, right. I Honestly, when I was like, oh, I'll know it when I hear it. Didn't know it. Did I've never heard that It's okay. Before. we got to warm up. <laughs> it's fine. We'll Didn't just, you know. Who did the Mona Lisa painting? Tate Britain. <laughs> <laughs> did it, though? Um... Leonardo da Vinci. Smashed it. I, I suddenly doubted You were like, oh my, oh, gosh, oh my gosh, imagine. In which city can you see Michelangelo's David? Tate Britain. Yes, Kathy. I'm doubting myself again. Is it Florence? It is Florence. Oh. Uh, I, I mean, you Rome. lived there. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not confident enough, clearly. Go, have some co- Back yourself. Yeah, myself. back yourself. Okay. In which country was the famous painter El Greco born? El Greco. Turner Prize. <laughs> yes. Greece? Yes. <laughs> okay, very good. See, I'm yeah. not your bad guys. I'm trying to hit. It's not hint, like a QI you know? situation. No, yeah, like, this is, yeah, I was waiting for not. the, yeah, Claxon to go off. Okay, so quite an easy one. Um, I, I, I'll i give you a clue. I'm going to, I'm the clue. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. What animal <laughs> often symbolizes peace in art? Tate Britain. Yes. Dove. Yes. Why okay. are you the clue? Oh, because Olive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Oh. It, obviously. <sighs> that was like layers on layers <laughs> of culture. I, I only though. know that because Olivia's told me that. Before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, how many years of friendship? Too many. Too many. I was going to say otter because you remind me of an otter. Oh, but otters oh, have hands. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Yeah, they're very beautiful. Okay, so now this is my favourite round, guys. So it is the Shakespeare quotations round. Oh, oh for God's Yay. sake. <laughs> I mean, 
Don't worry, there's another round that also favours you, Cathy. So. Oh, phew. Okay, great. Okay. Nothing but fairness. Yeah, of course, of course. To be or not to be, that is the question. Turn a prize. Are we just supposed to say the plays? Yes. Oh, Hamlet. Smashed it. <laughs> all the world's <laughs> stage and all the men and women merely players. Oh, turn a prize. Yes. As you like it. Smashing it, Naomi. Cathy was in the lead. That English degree. <laughs> yeah. I'm making a comeback. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, love this one. This is a this is a crack at this one. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Is that Shakespeare? Yeah, Turner Prize. Yeah. Um, ah, ah, I literally had it in my head. That's what gone. I say to myself every you day. You can see it if you want to, <laughs> Kathy. I. Oh my God! It's literally God. Oh, Twelfth Night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've gone to Kathy's <laughs> like, I was meant to be the cultured expert. Yeah, <laughs> so worry. We've got an Italian round now. Oh, oh but no. it's, it's been revealed that I'm not the only <laughs> Italian speaker. I mean, in I the thought studio. I thought Naomi was the donor, no. but oh, it's my God. all a bit I got, I got like a B in it. Guys, very so stressful. You got a B. Right, mate. I haven't even done Italian. I'm gonna be pronouncing these. Nemo's gonna laugh. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. So, <laughs> not. <laughs> I have to read these, and you have to tell me what it means. No, mi dispiace, ma no lo palo. <laughs> now I'm sorry, but I don't speak it. <laughs> oh, I'm correct. not going to get any of these. Am I saying it right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> how, how am I meant to say it? What was it? Not, not. I'm sorry, I don't speak English. You don't speak English? Yeah, that's what I said. No, ma no lo palo. Oh, that's not. No, that's. Is that translated wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Even I know that. All right, everyone. Right. How is the presenter to learn the donut? You've lost. Yeah. yeah. How's it meant to be said? Um, non mi dispiace, ma non lo parlo. Obviously, that's, that's what I said. That's exactly. Okay, right. here's another cracker that I can definitely pronounce. Patroppo sol solanto. <laughs> On po di italiano. If only you could see one Kathy's face. <laughs> something, something, something Italian. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Italian. Petroppo so solanto, un po' di italiano. Oh, like maybe only a bit of Italian. Yeah, I'm afraid okay. I only speak it. See, guys are basically fluent. And um, did you just go to one of those websites that were like these are useful very... phrases for English people in Italy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, my research is way better. What are you writing, John? Right, okay. Um, and one last one, my favourite. No, fa niente. Sorry, like, repeat. Non fa niente. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Non fa niente. Don't do anything. Don't. <laughs> no fanny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says that's all right. What um, about? Oh. Buona yeah, that, giorno. Like good day, buongiorno. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I think. Listen. Yeah, I think that. I think, I think we've made our point. You've lost the quiz. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Can we say language. we've tied and live as lost? <laughs> yeah. So basically, in my episode about being more cultured, we've concluded that I am. You're the least. The least cultured. cultured. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much to our amazing guests. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you for coming in, me. and thank you Naomi for being the donut who turned out not to be a not donut. a donut at all. Uh, False yeah. advertising. Yeah. Well, well, I'm I, for news. London. I'm a specifically London donut. Do I have a challenge as well? Your challenge <laughs> to teach me Italian. <laughs> Gee, can we do something, you know, realistic? Well, but yeah, apparently uh, there's, there's no possibility of me learning yeah. Italian. Um, 
any challenges, maybe go to an art exhibition. Or do yeah. do my timeout challenge. Do yes. one thing in timeout. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. That's, and it that's can be, good. Yeah, it can be any, just one thing. Report back on it. We'd love That'll to hear fun. from you. Would love that. Right, so is there anything you want to plug? Any productions you've got coming up um, that you want people to come see? Well, we're currently writing a new show, which is all very exciting. Um, So I'll just plug us generally as Horseplay. Um, So we are on Facebook as Horseplay, surprisingly. And then on Twitter and Instagram as at HRSplay. So follow us and you'll see the new show. You'll see some cool content. Yeah, my parents came to see it. And my sister. They did. (laughs) All my family but me, sorry. Yeah, Olivia didn't come. Yeah. (laughs) I was playing a match. Sounds right. Busy girl, busy girl. Um, yeah, and make sure you tweet us and follow us um, at the Whole Truth Podcast. Yep, um, you know where to find us. And yes, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. Um, that's all from us. So bye, guys. Bye. bye.